0: All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode one of Posio's Picks. On today's episode, we are going to be going over four college basketball games and giving you guys picks for that game. And also, Pac-12 championship, Oregon meets Utah in Vegas for the Pac-12 title. Okay, so just to give you guys an idea of what we're going to be covering every day, we're going to give you guys our favorite college basketball games and give you guys picks for that day the big matchups top 25 will cover all that big 10 basketball we're going to cover obviously we live in big 10 country so we got to cover big 10 hoops and college football and nfl until the season is over our focus is going to be on basketball but we are going to cover football until the season is done so i am theo i am one of the hosts My co-host is my little brother, Max. Max, introduce yourself.
1: Yeah, I'm Max. Uh, It's great to get this started. Like you said, we're going to be covering basketball as our main focus, but uh, we'll have college football for the rest of the season and the NFL as well.
0: Yeah, so let's just get right into it for our picks for today, December 3rd. The first game we are going to be talking about today is the Bryant Bulldogs are traveling down to houston houston is 22 and a half point favorites at home marcus sasser and the boys coming off a big win marcus Sasser had a huge huge game i'm gonna go ahead and start with my pick for the game i have two picks houston first half minus 12 and a half and houston game Uh, i do not see houston having any problem with bryant bryant has had a couple tough losses and houston just looks like, they're getting more and more into shape. Bryant is going to struggle to score. The under is kind of a good lean, but I don't like it as much. I just like Houston to cover. I don't think that they will have any problem with Bryant at all. What do you think, Max?
1: Uh, Bryant's just coming off a terrible loss at home against Dartmouth. They give up about 77 the game. And they lost to Clemson, who's their only power five a point, 93 to 70 on the road. Houston has one of the best defenses, only giving up 56 a game. And they make you turn the ball over a lot. I mean, you can't get an easy bucket against them. Like you said, Marcus Sasser, veteran point guard, Fabian White controlling the paint, and they just hustle. I mean, if they control the tempo – don't have a lot of unforced turnovers. They'll have no problem covering against Bryant. And also, uh, lock in your futures, Houston to win the American. Memphis is too young, and they don't have a point guard at all.
0: What's that line at? Plus
1: 225.
0: Yeah, that's a great line. I. H- Memphis has been so unimpressive, and Houston has been really impressive. I agree. They're, they're way too young. Yeah, I agree 100% that Bryant – especially I love the first half play more than the game just because 23 points is a lot, especially for any college team. But honestly, Houston does kind of run it up and they do not let you score. They play defense the entire game. So, okay. The next game on our slate, Kansas, Kansas and Ochai Abadji are seven point favorites at St. John's. They're going to New York City to play St. John's. Max, go ahead and start with your pick first.
1: All right, so Kansas is coming off a tournament in Disney where they lost to a very young Dayton team on the buzzer beater. Um, they bounced back with a 13-point win against Iona and Rick Patino. But they are led by Ochai Hibachi, averaging 22.5 a game. They score a lot, but St. John's does also score a lot of buckets, averaging 87.3 a game. They're coming off two close games against NJIT and St. Francis, Brooklyn. But I don't really like the full game line because Kansas has failed to cover the past three games. I'm going with Kansas minus three and a half first half.
0: Okay, I agree with you 100%. I don't think they cover this game. I think it's weird. It's their first true road game. It, it's just a weird line and seven is a weird number. Like you said, both teams score a lot, and both of these teams have gone over this total, 157.5, a few times this year, both teams. So I'm going to take the over in this game. Kansas minus 7 is a little weird to me, but I also, for some reason, don't see St. John's covering. I think it's going to hover around the number for the whole game. So I'm going to go over 157.5. I think both of these teams score 80 easy.
1: Yeah, it'll be a very up-tempo game. It'll get moving and in transition a lot. So
0: yeah, I think that's a good call. And St. John's doesn't really have an impressive big. McCormick should be able to score a well. Abaji can score on on anybody. So I think points will be abundant. And I'm going over in that game. Max's pick: Kansas first half. All right, game three on our slate for tonight is. The 7-0 oh, Iowa Hawkeyes traveling to Mackey Arena. Big 10 matchup to face the number two Purdue Boilermakers, who are going to be number one in the country. Uh, I'm going to start with my pick. Purdue is the best team in the country. Iowa's a little older. They have experience. But nobody, nobody, nobody goes into Mackey and wins. It's almost impossible. I don't care if both these teams are 7-0. and oh. Iowa has experience. Bohannon's been there for ten years. He's played at Mackey probably more than some of the Purdue guys have. But I'm taking Purdue first half, and I'm taking Purdue game because it is so hard to go there and win. Iowa, even though they have decent guards, no one is going to be able to contain Jaden Ivy. He's way too good. Bohannon cannot guard him, and Toussaint is not that great either. He's not. He's nowhere near Ivy's level. Travion Williams coming off the bench too has just been unreal for Purdue. I still can't believe he comes off the bench. He'll be able to eat against Iowa's second unit. And I don't see them having any problem covering this 12 and a half at all.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you. But I mean, Iowa's coming off a hard fought win against Virginia. They had a great first half, and then second half, they just folded. I mean, they have Keegan Murray, who's averaging 25 a game, and they shoot the ball well, as usual. I mean, that's just typical Iowa. Like you said, Jordan Bohannon's experience has been there forever. But Purdue just has too much firepower. I mean, you got Ivy, Travion Williams off the bench, Edie, nobody can guard him. He's four, And then you got a shooter in Stefanovic. I mean, they just play great defense defense they crash the defensive and offensive glass and they'll just control the pace of the game, play at their tempo. Iowa will try and slow them down, but I don't think they can.
0: Yeah. It's not going to work. It's not going to work.
1: They're they're just going to run. I mean, Ivy and Murray will both get their buckets, but I mean, someone else needs to step up for Iowa and I don't think anyone can. And Purdue just has too much scoring. So I might buy a couple points, but I think Purdue minus 10 and a half is good.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, Jaden Ivy just moves way faster than anyone that I can remember in like the past five years, honestly, in college basketball. He looks like a pro when he gets on the break. It is insane. So I agree. They're just going to push the pace, and they're going to run away. It's like I said, it's Ad Mackey. West Lafayette. it's going to be rocking. First Big Ten game. It, they I think they should cover this number also I would lean over because like we said Purdue likes to run I was going to try to slow them down it's not going to work I was going to have to score if they have any shot of even covering so if the spread it is a lot of points especially for a big 10 game so if I would lean one way on the total I would lean over 159 okay our final college basketball game of the slate tonight Our only not top 25 team playing, but we got to cover the big 10. We live in big 10 country. We have to cover big 10 basketball. So Rutgers traveling to Illinois, Illinois, are nine point favorites at home against a struggling Rutgers team, but they are coming off a pretty decent win against Clemson 10 point win. Both of these teams are banged up. Max, I kind of want to hear what you have to say first before I kind of make my decision. I'm on the fence.
1: All right, so um, this game kicks off the Big Ten schedule for both teams. They're both coming off a good win in the Big Ten ACC Challenge. Um, Rutgers got a home win against Clemson by 10, and Illinois beat Notre Dame by 10 on home floor. But this game is kind of – I'm kind of trying to stay away because I don't know if Geo Baker will be playing because of a hamstring injury. But I think Rutgers benefits from him not playing because they can spread the floor way better without him. And Curbelo's still hurt for Illinois. I mean, Kofi is just going to feast as usual. He's going to probably have 25-plus. But if he stays out of foul trouble, I think Illinois will win. But I do think Rutgers covers the nine points.
0: That was kind of my thought. And I'm going to ride with you on that. I think Rutgers covers nine. Nine is a lot for a Big Ten game, especially two teams who have been struggling. Like, even though we just took, we we both think Purdue's going to cover, that's just different. Purdue's the best team in the country. With a Big Ten matchup like this, nine points is a lot. Rutgers still has Ron Harper, who has been, I mean, great the past two years. Like you said, Kofi's going to get his. He's going to average 25 a game for the year. But Curbelo out. Frazier still banged up he's going to be coming off the bench I know Baker's out for Rutgers but like you said it does kind of space the floor I mean Geo Baker kind of holds the ball a little too much especially for Big Ten play and how the rest of Rutgers plays he kind of slows them way down and they can move the ball a lot Harper can get his a little more and I agree I think Rutgers covers this nine I think Rutgers plus nine is the play for this game but it does feel weird. It does feel weird. I. But Illinois has not blown anyone out. They have not blown anyone out. They had Rio, uh, Rio is it Rio Grande? The Rio Grande Valley?
1: Rio Grande Valley, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. They only beat them by nine at home. So uh, I think Rutgers covers this nine. I really do. Okay, so our only football game on the slate for today, Friday night, Pac-12 championship game. Prime time, 8 o'clock on ABC, Oregon against Utah. These teams are meeting in Vegas after Utah beat Oregon two weeks ago, 38-7 to seven in Utah. Now, Utah are two-and-a-half point favorites. The over-under is at 57-and-a-half. I'm going to give my pick first. I think Oregon bounces back. I'm going to take Oregon and the points. I'm going to buy it to three. I think Thibodeau is going to be able to have his way. I think Cristobal does not want to go and lose twice to Utah. I mean, they went into Utah as the number three ranked team in the country. Utah kind of blew up their playoff hopes. I think Oregon bounces back. Cristobal is going to have a good game plan. I think Thibodeau is going to have his way, especially since he's been not unimpressive. He's been unreal the whole year, but I think he wants to have a big statement game, especially since he might not play in their bowl game as a number one pick. Uh, Those top 10 picks usually don't play in their bowls unless it's the playoff. So I'm taking Oregon plus the three points. I think they bounce back. I'm going to sprinkle that money line a little bit too. Max. Yeah, I
1: agree 100%. Oregon just struggled when they play Utah. I think they really bounce back. Like you said, Thibodeau is going to have his way. He's going to be a top five pick. I mean, he's a beast. And then uh, Penny Swell's brother, the linebacker, is also really good. And I just don't see Utah beating them again, especially with the spotlight on them like it is now. This is the only big game tonight. Everyone's going to be watching. I think Oregon Moneyline is the way to go.
0: I agree. And another pick I have for this game. 57 and a half feels really, really high. I'm going to go under in this game. Under 57 and a half, I think, is a safe bet. I think Oregon's going to try to kind of slow them down. Utah won on a lot of big plays, a punt return, big plays. Oregon's going to take that away. They're going to slow them down. They're going to get pressure on the quarterback. And I think points are going to come at a premium in this game. I'm going under 57 and a half. I'm kind of surprised it's this high, especially after it was 38-7 with special team help and everything like that so under 57 and a half both max and i have uh oregon i'm taking the points sprinkling the money line max oregon money line okay so that wraps up episode one of posios picks thank you guys for listening we're gonna have daily episodes giving you guys four to five picks every day what we like maybe even more maybe a bonus parlay here and there we'll see but Thank you guys for listening and we will see you guys tomorrow.